Welcome to the Horns Up Half Hour, Cedar Hill ISD's podcast about scholars, staff, and community. Our guests will be individuals from the district and the community. This podcast is for anyone interested in expanding their knowledge of all things CHISD. Welcome to the Horns Up Half Hour podcast. This is your host, Michael Sudhalter. This is the January post-board uh, podcast meeting, and um, this is a very special um, podcast because this is school board appreciation month so on behalf of the entire district just want to thank both of you for your service and your dedication to the district thank you michael thank you very much it's a it's a great month Uh, we certainly appreciate all the um uh, the time and energy that people have put thinking about us and uh, we we're we are thanked so many times that really we're appreciative of those that are working so hard. It, it is our honor to be able to serve uh, this district. Um, we, we love it and we thank you uh, for this month. But most of all, we thank you for what you're doing uh, in the district. Okay, great. And then uh, the next topic is the choose your seat. Um, which is an opportunity for um, parents and scholars to choose, you know, where their um, scholars attend school based on the different programs. So just talk about that a little bit. The, the district just spent um, a lot of thought and a lot of resources on creating pathways that will really engage students uh, that have certain mindsets. You know, we have the Montessori program that's uh, in Lake Ridge. We have Um, other programs in each of the elementary schools to reach out to the science and technology side, to those that are interested in business and entrepreneurialism, for those that are interested in the environment and other aspects. They can actually go to a school that is geared up. um, And even the, uh, I think of Bray, has been one of the ones that started very early on with the focus on music and uh, fine arts. So, it's a great program that the, the school offers and or that the district offers really for kids of all interests to make sure they're engaged and connected. Absolutely. And don't forget our, our CTE uh, programs as well. That uh, uh, Dr. Peggy Wilson, Peggy and Wilson uh, Center, uh, we, we've got yeah, so much there. to offer. Yeah. And, and I, I do think that's an important aspect um, that Trustee Sims has brought up, and that as a parent, you're going to be bombarded with options. You can take private or charter or um, other school options, but as you look through a district, the desire is to see your child go in, engage, be challenged all the way through the system, and to have options, whether they end up on the science side or the art side or the music or a combination of all of those plus the athletics And if you can engage that whole child into the program, that will allow them to teach and flourish and grow into whatever their bent is. And district, as a public school, the options are really, really amazing. And um, through the CTE programs all the way to the end, where you can be certified as you graduate from high school and go right into a employment or the military more high-level academics and continue your pursuits. Those are all options at Cedar Hill. 
Okay, and I know um, you had a chance to hear from Dr. Montgomery on Monday night, formerly Dr. Ipaka, and she spoke about the academic intervention plan. Um, so what um, can you tell us about that? Sure. Now, education is more than just telling students, and I think that's people's mindset is that a, a teacher stands in front of 30 students and uh, just talks for an hour, the bell goes off, those students pack up and go to the next class. Um, it, it is so much more of connecting with individual students who some don't understand in the first way it's told and need to see it. Uh, some need to have other issues done. And really um, what Dr. Montgomery, now by name, is leading a team that focuses on how do we re-engage students so that those that don't hear or um, aren't able to grasp the concept in the first method through hear it multiple different ways. Um, teachers are trained in multiple ways of communicating lessons and engaging and making sure that the connections are made so that the students respond. Um, and the team behind her that really supports the teachers, that supports the, the principals and others, those are all engaged and so important. Now, one, one of the important things about that is it is done during class time. So students don't have to return, don't have to come back or anything like that. It is time actually carved into class time where they are uh, doing the intervention. Yeah. Okay, great. And then I know you had an opportunity to hear from two principals, um, Dwight Perry, of course, in his first year at um, High Point Elementary, he'd been the assistant principal there, and then William Davis, who I believe is in his uh, third year at uh, Waterford Oaks, so you had a chance to hear from both of them about some of the things going on at their respective campuses. Right, right. Uh, Waterford Oaks, well, uh, that's my school that, it, you know, I've been assigned to and everything with uh, Mr. Davis, and most of all, I want to thank that school and him for everything they did for me for uh, this month. One of their, their mission statement is to provide a meaningful foundation for students that promotes a love of learning. And one of their focuses this year is going to be on guided math uh, in second through fifth grade uh, math classes. Uh, they're looking at uh, moving uh, all of them, their key actions are, you know, using uh, feedback to teachers through walkthrough and really getting everyone to look at the data. Uh, that is probably the most important uh, part of what they are doing is getting everyone to look at the data and being able to really recognize where they're at and where they need to be. Uh, he is working real closely with those teachers and working with the staff and working with uh, all of their um, instructional coaches and all to make sure they are getting uh, where they need to go uh, on their expectations and all. That's great. I, I think stepping back from those two schools, although they uh, we're so delighted to have these principals come and interact and tell us how the data is looking for their campuses, what changes they're making as a result of seeing those results, 
and making improvements and striving forward and then retesting and identifying, did that work? Did it not work? Um, the overall framework is based on how are students achieving? Are they mastering the topics that they're being taught in the classes? And can we show that systematically through testing, uh, through a common system? All the campuses, the elementary schools, uh, up through middle schools, all the high school, they're all using a similar products, similar um, testing systems and software that allow us to see, is a student from third grade to fourth grade learning what they should be week by week, month by month, semester by semester, year by year? And, and each of these principals come and report the status of that to the board. We get an opportunity to look deeply at what they're doing and not just what the results are, but how are they responding to the results to push even farther to make even better strides. And, and both of these principals are moving their schools forward. They're engaging with their teachers. They're walking through and sitting in on classes and giving aid and giving instruction uh, to those teachers to help them better in their craft. And so long-term, this will continue to strive. All of our schools will continue to improve in this area. And these two principals are doing an excellent job. Uh, just fantastic to see them knowing the data. Um, they could tell us whether they had a good week or a bad week last week and what they're doing as a result of how the numbers turned out. So it's uh, fantastic to see the progress that we're making at all levels. Okay. And then yeah, um, this is okay. part of our cadence of accountability, which is a, a part of our Lone Star governance, uh, where we are uh, required, we are looking at what is going on in the district. And one of the things that this data is showing is how well our students perform on that STAR test when it comes up. No, no matter how much we try to not to emphasize on that, we know that it's there, and we, we our students need to perform. Okay, and then um, we also have to uh, talk about the facility assessment and the recent uh, policy updates that you all approved. Good, good. Uh, do you want to go first, Trustee Sims? Um, uh, well, I sit on the policy update committee, okay. and so I, I, I'll go with that one. I think our facilities, uh, the, the proposal that was made, uh, I think you sit on the facilities committee, don't you? I Ron? sure do. You bet. I'll, I'll okay. take that first and then go. So the facilities assessment is uh, we have, the district is committed to bringing in Huckabee and Associates, which is a renowned architect uh, that works all over the United States but does lots of different school systems in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth and ask them to come in and evaluate as a third party our facilities and verify whether um, changes need to be done, what priority those changes should happen in, uh, and to what degree. And so it's, a, it's an evaluation that is, occurs, and um, we do it on a pretty much once every eight to ten years. It's not something you do frequently, um, but there we hire in and outside. Now, our facilities team goes through and does assessments all the time and they evaluate each roof of all of our campuses air conditioning systems and so really this is an outside party looking at the work that we've done and making sure that we're assessing adequately and fairly 
based on what other districts are and what is our condition compared to theirs. So it's not something that is done, done lighthearted. Uh, it is a um, pretty intensive review. And over the next six months, uh, they will be going building to building, uh, meeting with our teams, filling out lots of surveys and information and compiling that data and then bringing it back to us uh, in the fall. Okay, great. And then um, Vice President Sims about the uh, policy update. Yes, uh, the policy update was simply uh, to get our policy CE local uh, to align with what uh, the TEA and what the Government Finance Officers Association recommend uh, for uh, having our fund balance, making sure we have at least 90 days of expenditures in the, in our fund balance. Uh, right now, we are at about 3.4 uh, days, uh, months, months. months in our uh, fund balance right now. That's 90 days. We, they recommend that we have 90 days in there. And right now, our policy says uh, two months. And so we're just updating it uh, to align with, excuse me, <coughs> to align with TEA and with uh, the Government Finance Association. Okay, great. And then the last thing is uh, the Hoopla Awards. We had we had an opportunity to present to two uh, Permenter um, employees, um, someone over at uh, Collegiate Academy and um, Lake Ridge Elementary. So that is definitely a award that we've. Um, you know, enjoyed doing, and um, I know that you all have been a big part of supporting that. Yeah, the hoopla is a fantastic yes. way. You go right ahead, Trustee Sims. I, I was going to say they come with the exact same thing. It is a fantastic way to recognize those people who are going above and beyond. Uh, I, I know in the beginning uh, I talked about how we want to ensure that everyone succeeds. And one of the ways we're doing that is recognizing those employees who are going above and beyond, who are do, not just doing their job, but loving their job. Yeah. And it shows in how they react to the students, to the teachers, to parents. Uh, and we're just recognizing them. And understand, uh, we're, this is for all staff. It's not just it's our teachers, we love our teachers, but it's for those people who are supporting our teachers as well. Uh, we're recognizing them. Uh, I, I don't know if you have some more, because I can just ramble on about this. <laughs> I'll jump in on a couple pieces. The, the groups that are recognized, it is a committee uh, that takes nominations. And so those nominations come from others within the school, not just a boss or a principal, that says this is a person that's key. It's from their peers. Uh, it goes before a committee. That committee selects its winners. So these hoopla winners, when you see their pictures and you see them announced in uh, the different publications that come up from Cedar Hill, recognize they, they really are outstanding performers, outstanding leaders in their schools or in the administrative areas um, that make a difference. And, and all of our folks... Really, I, I want to just encourage our staff, uh, those staff members that might be watching. Um, this Omicron virus has picked up in pace. We have had a lot of people who have had to 
go and be involved in classrooms, uh, making sure that education is going on. And at one time this, uh, during the meeting, we found out that our superintendent, um, our assistant superintendent, or the uh, chiefs um, that were over finance, uh, the chief of staff, and the uh, head of our student services department were all teaching. We're just grateful for um, them. And, and on this time where it's board member appreciation month, but we would be remiss if we didn't just recognize this has been a hard month uh, for all of the staff. And they have done a fantastic job. Education is still the focus. Uh, we are moving forward with academic performance is our goal. And uh, when you see them, when you see those staff members, see those people that work in the custodian kitchen staff, the others, let them know. You're proud of them, proud of those folks that are putting forth that effort. Exactly, exactly. We just thoroughly appreciate everything that they're doing uh, with our students and in the schools. We just appreciate them so much. Very much. Okay, well, thank you very much. Um, Appreciate your time, and we'll see you back in uh, February. See you in February. Thanks. Right. Uh, by the way, let me remind everybody, anyone who's listening, uh, to make sure you get over to see uh, the SpongeBob musical over at the high school. Go yeah, that's going to be great. I'm going Saturday night.